Hello, you guys. Third time is a freaking charm with this one. Um, that's right. It has taken me not one, not two, but three tries of recording this episode (laughs) within like the past week. It's just been one thing after another. On my second attempt, I did try to explain the things that went on, but I think I'm just going to forget that because it's so unimportant (laughs) and it's just going to get me fired up into a rant on why I can't record this. But what I will tell you is that in the last in my last try at recording this, I were given up on the on the pop filter this time, guys. If if you don't know what that is, it like connects to the mic and like provides like a windscreen, I think. So it might sound a little different, but we're gonna try to work with this right now because it I have a problem every single time I record. Every single time. It takes me like 20 minutes to get it on, right? And then what is the point of that? So I might get one of the ones that like slip on the mic. I think that does the same thing. But for now, this is what we're working with. So I hope the sound is okay. I don't think it made that much of a difference. But anyways, so welcome to So Get This, a supernatural podcast. A podcast where I talk about supernatural. I am Emily, in case uh, we weren't aware of that. So the episode at hand today, just jumping right into it, is episode three, Dead in the Water, which used to be like a fave of mine. Like when we, when I, when I first watched it, it, cause I've said in the past, I'm a hoe for ghosties, you know, hola ghosty. It just slapped, you know? Yeah. So the beginning, the recap at the beginning it looked like an actual promo for the show that would have aired on like the WB or the CW. It was like, it was like very extra, like a trailer. <laughs> it was like, it was like 22 years ago, two brothers. And there was no voiceover, but like the words were coming up on the screen. So it was very like, I don't know, kind of extra. So we open up in Lake Manitowoc with Wisconsin and it is the Carlton family, Bill Carlton I think the son is Will and the daughter is, I want to say Sophie. I'm pulling up the IMDb right now, so I'm not like going to sound stupid, but I think her name is Sophie. Can you imagine if it's something like completely different, like Amber or some shit, and I'm just sitting here like, yes, it's Sophie. See, you guys? Okay. Uh, see, I'm telling you, I have the mind of a master, master, I have the mind of a mastermind. What's that? I don't know, but and I'm so creative like that. <laughs> So Sophie Carlton, she's she gets ready to like go go swim out on the lake, and the brother is like, "Oh, you know, you're working out again. Guys don't like buff girls." And I'm like, "You know what? Go drown in a sink." <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> spoilers. Just kidding. But yeah, so she goes out for the swim, and then you know, Ghost Boy. Well, we don't know what it is at the time, but Ghost Boy drags her down into the lake. And for some reason, like, the the stop-motion waves when she's, like, pulled down made me kind of, like, dizzy for a minute. Like, I was like, oof. So then, yeah, that's, like, the first five minutes of the episode. And then we cut to the boys with a Z, the boys in motion, um, in a diner. And, oh, God, have I mentioned how much I love them? Dean's collar is popped. It's like, what who Who is this man's? And then we get the scene with... That one shot of him with like the pen in his mouth, where it's like you know what I'm talking about too. Like even if you're you didn't watch along like just now, like you know what I'm talking about. And I feel like since this episode, I've seen that so many times, like on Tumblr, in screen caps, in GIF form. I feel like I've just seen so many versions of it where he's just like has the pen in his mouth. <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, the hitting on of the waitress, like, it's just so, like, iconic, like, classic Dean. And, like, he had, like, this, like, blatant sex appeal. And it was just his thing. It was his thing. Like, that was, like, the character. It's crazy. And not that Dean's not, like, flirty now, I guess. But they're just... They've been through so much, and it's so different. It's so weird just watching this, and it's just like a fun, like, oh my god, watch him like check out our ass or whatever. I don't know. And then Dean, and then Sam comes along, and he's like the little buzz kill, and it's like it's cute, it's cute. Now they're talking about the case, obviously, in the diner about um, Sophie Carlton and everything. And I, I was wondering though, what happened? What's happening to the bodies? Like we know that it's the ghost boy. Like we know. But where where are they going? Where is he taking them? Because they talk about how how for every missing body, which they said that this was the third one this year, and I'm still a little bit confused on who's... I know one of the other ones, but I can't think of who the other one is unless I'm just dumb. But yeah, where are the bodies going? Because they said that they sweep the lake and they haven't found them and they're missing. So what the fuck? What is he doing with them? I don't, I don't know. And then I think they, they talk about John again at some point. And y'all can't track a cell phone? Like, I'm pretty sure... Like, I know it was, like, flip phones at this time, but I'm pretty sure you could track a cell phone, especially if it's, like, a missing family member. Like, mm, I don't know. But I, I could be wrong. In 2005, I was seven. So I don't think I... I it's not like I have information that I remember from that time <laughs> on cell phone tracking of anything. But, yeah. And at one point, I don't remember how it gets brought up, but Dean starts like shaming Sam for going to college and having a life. And I just think that's really fucked up. Like I know that Dean went through a lot and it was like sad for Sam to leave, but like you can't like hold your brother back even though he's back now. But like, I don't know. It's just kind of fucked up to me that he's making him feel, he tries to make him like feel bad for like doing what he wanted to fucking do, especially when he was working at it his whole life. I still can't get over the fact that Sam Winchester hopped from school to school and still managed to get into fucking Stanford. An icon. An academic icon, everybody. So they go to the sheriff station. Sheriff, where they meet, what is his name? Sheriff Jake Devins. Oh my god, like, uh, Rick Devins of this past season of Survivor, season 38. Shout out to anyone who got that one. (laughs) Love him. Um, yeah, so they meet with the sheriff and they're, they are pretending to be wildlife something, wildlife people, something like that. I almost said Homeland Security, but that's like two episodes in the future and I, I, or maybe it's one episode in the future. I don't know. So the sheriff tries to like reassure them, I guess. He, and he says, you're safe out there as your own bathtub and like the foreshadow, the flavor guys. <laughs> yeah. And that's when he mentions it's the third missing body this year. We know that it's Sophie and then Chris, Andrea's husband, but who's the third? Am I missing something? Did Bill Carlson have a wife? I don't know, y'all. I'm dumb. (laughs) This was also like a week ago that I watched this, but also while I was watching it, that the point I'm reading, like I wrote down that I was confused about it, so I'm still left confused anyways, and I love like Dean um trying to play along like with the whole, with his role as like the wildlife guy and being like yes of course <laughs> and the sheriff is like sis it don't add up <laughs> and then that's when I think that's when Andrea and Lucas come in and I don't even watch Angel but I know that's Fred or something like that I think her name is Fred I've seen Buffy a couple times but I I still have yet to watch Angel and now that they took it off Netflix it's just 
little more difficult. They should put that on Facebook Watch because Buffy's on Facebook Watch. That's how I'm rewatching it right now. Um, yeah, when I when I watched this when I was like nine, I used to think that Andrea looked like Judith from Two and a Half Men, and I used to think that Lucas looked like Frankie Jonas. And yeah, I still kind of see it. So of course, classic Dean. Dean is like flirting with Andrea again, and Sam's like in the background rolling his eyes and shit, <laughs> and like. He even, like, smiles when Dean's like, oh, yeah, kids are the best. Kids are the best, huh? And it reminds me of, like, a future episode where, like, it might be the trickster episode where they're, like, bickering and shit. And, like, they they try to, like, tell their own sides of, like, stories, how things went down. And Dean, like, exaggerates Sam to be, like, this, like, super buzzkill. And he's like, Dean, what do you think you're doing? Oh, my God, I want to watch it so bad. I think that's next season, though. I don't think that's this season. Guys, we gotta fly through this. I gotta get there. Yeah, and, you know, when he's flirting, Andrea walks him to the motel, which is, like, two seconds away, and she's like, yeah, you got it. It's right here. And then, she, what does she say? She says something like, you're so bad at, it must be so hard for someone so bad at directions, you can't even find your way to a decent pickup line. Must be hard with your sense of direction. Never being able to find your way to a decent pickup line. Enjoy your stay. Drag him, sis. So when they're researching in the motel room, Sam, I noticed, still has the same uh, wallpaper on his laptop. And, you know, at least they're consistent, but I still, it still does not make sense to me. It's like the skulls with the trunk and the skateboard and like a sepia type of filter on it. It's just not, it doesn't seem very Sam, but it's, you know, at least they were consistent. And that's, I think that's when they, they are in the motel when they find out about Andrea's husband, Lucas's father, Chris, who drowned in the lake that Sophie drowned in and that Lucas was there and watched him die and everything. And like, poor, poor baby Lucas, that little baby. I'm so sad. I'm so sad for him. And so is Dean. And that makes me even more sad. I'm just, I'm sad guys. I got really emotional today. A little off topic, but not really. Seeing pictures from the CW upfronts and it's it's Supernatural's last upfronts and I was just really emotional. <laughs> like I don't even I didn't watch videos from it or anything, just pictures of them, like just pictures of them there. And it just it made me so emotional. Like I had to take a minute, I had to shut my laptop and like chill for a second. Like Jensen and Jared and Misha. And then there was the pictures of Jensen and Jared compared to the ones at their first CW upfronts. Guys, I had a fucking breakdown. <laughs> it's so bad. Anyways, back to the episode. My emotions are just everywhere. Yeah, so then they go to the park to see Andrea and Lucas, which I at first I was like, wait, how did they know they were going to be there? That's a little strange. But then I think she might have mentioned it at one point at the station when she was talking to her dad. But yeah, so I, but I forgot how much like Dean and Lucas connected. Ugh. And then Dean's like, watching one of your parents die is not something you get over. And oh man, fuck you guys. And that's when like Andrea's like explaining to Sam and Dean like everything that went down. And and then Dean's like, mind if I say hi? And he goes to go over to Lucas. And like, uh, I mean, I know that like, we know Dean, but like if, if a strange man tried to speak to my kid, I'd be like, bitch, no. No, you cannot. But then I need to remove myself and realize this is supernatural and not SVU. <laughs> and so he goes over to Lucas and he tries to like get through to him and talk to him, even though Lucas doesn't speak. And so he goes to like draw what he starts drawing with him and shit. And when Dean's sitting there, his his uh his like 
sleeve went up and he's wearing like a bracelet and he has a ring and again i was like who is this man it's like what who (laughs) he wears jewelry like i love that but like he i don't i don't think he does anymore but like it's just like this interesting little like lost character things i guess that like either were forgotten about like in general or just things that dean as a character just grew out of i guess because he grew out of being like happy (laughs) wow that's super depressing guys so then dean like starts like opening up to lucas and i wanted to fucking cry as i always do (laughs) and then he draw dean draws draws his family to show him and he's like that's my dad that's my brother and the way he says that's my mom like (laughs) like i wanted to just fling myself off of a bridge like the way his voice like broke with it i was like oh bitch it's so sad that sounded like so fake it's so sad tragic but like really (laughs) and then dean says uh when he realizes lucas isn't gonna say anything he leaves him the picture he goes he goes all right so i'm a sucky artist see you around (laughs) And that's me at every critique I've ever had in college. I'm a sucky artist. See you around, guys. And then I almost said Judith. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then Andrea is telling Sam, maybe Dean. I don't know if Dean's back at that point. But she says that Lucas used to have, like, such life. And that makes me, like, so... That's so upsetting. Because, like, having to watch your kid change just seeing him go through that transition not only the fact that he had to see his father die but then having to see your kid just like lose himself it's so upsetting and i love lucas they should bring him back for the last season (laughs) he comes back he's like hey guys i'm like 20 now not 20 i don't know how old he would be guys i can't do math Remember when I said third time's a charm for this episode? Third time was also a charm last semester for algebra for me. It took me three sem- it took me three tries to pass that class. So anyway, uh, after the scene at the park, we go back to the Carlton house where we see Will like trying to like take care of Bill Carlton because he's clearly like really upset. And as soon as I see Will like, yeah, I'm gonna go make you something, he goes in the kitchen and immediately I'm like, oh, he finna sink drown. he's 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 gonna drown in that sink and i remember when i first watched it i used to think that he looked like that will look like my cousin but specifically while he was drowning and i don't know what that means i really don't so another question i had was why did peter wait all these years to start getting revenge i guess we do kind of know they don't address why it took him that many years like it's not like it was like an anniversary or something but it was i mean not that we know of but i guess he my assumption is that it was because he waited for them to be happy and have kids of their own and everything and even grandkids even though they he probably could have done it before lucas was born i guess technically because they all had kids at that point the two of them had kids at that point uh, Jake and Bill. And I guess the point of that was to wait till they were happy and everything and then take their kids away. Like they took him away from their mo- from his mother, which is sad. But I don't know. That's just an assumption. I don't, I don't know. I never really questioned why he waited that long. So then D- Sam and Dean go to visit Andrea and Lucas at their house. And Andrea is wearing like a long denim skirt and I'm so here for it. It was so like early 2000s. I love it. Like it, it's something that like when I was, cause like at that time I was like seven and like I could have worn a long denim skirt, but it was one of those outfits 
that like as a kid I'm like oh my god I would so wear that if I were older and stuff and like you know I probably would now I'd like to make seven-year-old me proud and then Dean still his collar stays popped like who the fuck who does he think he is and then Dean goes upstairs to talk to Lucas again and try to get through to him because I think because when they left the park before Lucas gave him a drawing I think it was the one of the house I think it was the house drawing but then Dean's like, Dean says that he saw his mom die. And I'm a mess, you guys, as always. And he said that he thinks every day that Mary wanted him to be brave. And like that fucked me up because it's like he, the type of life that Dean lives is like the type of life where he has to be brave every day. So that means he, like his lifestyle requires bravery. So that means every day he's always, he really does think every day, like this is what mom would have wanted. And my heart. <laughs> But also, she also didn't want him to be a hunter. But that's another story. I also love the concept of Lucas being so in tune with, like, the paranormal shit happening and being able to tell the story through his art. And it's so, like, it's just a really interesting concept. I enjoy that. So it was at this point in the episode where I noticed there apparently, I thought there was only, because I looked at the IMDb page and I saw a goof that had like a specific timestamp. So this was the only one I actually like paid attention to. But when I, but when I read it, I realized there's like tons more, like a lot of continuity errors in the episode and like boom mic things and equipment and shit. But one that, the one that I like paid attention to was 22 minutes in when Sam and Dean are in the Impala and they're going to go find the yellow house in the picture that Lucas drew, you can faintly see Sam's reflection in the passenger window facing the wrong way. And it's faint at first, but as the scene goes on, it gets worse and fucking worse. And <laughs> and it, it just it made me laugh so hard because it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then also I noticed the green screen was like super evident in the car scene and I don't know if it's just the early seasons that look like this or if it's just that I was paying too much attention to like little details like the reflection in the window that I happened to notice like the weird green screen thing because the way I saw it it was like the background like the outside of the car up against the outline of like Dean's face was like weird like you could tell it was just a little weird so that doesn't really matter because I wouldn't have ever really seen that if I wasn't specifically looking for Sam's backwards face and then we get during that car scene of course the only important thing that was said was college boy thinks he's so smart oh my god I I better cut that out but oh college boy thinks he's so smart Ugh, I've been waiting for it since like a couple episodes ago because like he said something similar and I was like, oh, when does he say that like fucking college boy shit? Oh, and also in the car is when Sam tries to ask Dean about all the shit he's talking about, like with Mary and everything. And Dean's like, it's no big deal. And, you know, and Sam's just kind of like, shut up. Like they're just kind of, they're just, they're just boys being boys, avoiding emotional vulnerability. Oh my god, I want that on a shirt. So bad. I really, I think if I ever made, even if this doesn't, even if this podcast does not reach too many people, I would still, I'm still gonna make, I would still love to make merch, but specifically that, that quote on a shirt (laughs) with like their faces on it or something. (laughs) Just boys being boys, avoiding emotional vulnerability. That's it. That's the show. Yeah, so eventually they find the yellow house and it is Peter's house, well, his mother's house. 
and it's like and they asked if she had a son and that felt really fucked up to me because like it's been so many years and she's probably like oh my god like that's like a stab to like the heart being like do you have a son here and she's like i fucking did um no she was sweet and then so when she's telling the story about peter about how he never came home and everything and sam's having to look around the house at like shelves and stuff do you see like little um the aren't the little green army men those little toys on one of the shelves and but we also saw them with lucas like they made a point to focus on it when he was drawing what's the connection between the army men because is it that peter is is the army men is peter like channeling the army men and that's how lucas fucking knows things or like what is it because i'm a little confused by that like why do they both have it especially it doesn't seem like lucas really plays with them right now but he still had them at the park with him which means he had to bring them with him what is that (laughs) uh i don't know I don't know. It's just a question. So yeah, yeah, they Sam and Dean roll up to Bill Carlton's house because at this point they think that the only connection with Peter and like all the ghost shit is Bill and everything. So Bill takes his boat out on the lake and he's like, this is what you want. You're here for me. Take me. And he, you know, sails out and fucking dies. And of course, Sam and Dean have to stand there and watch it and shit. And when they go to the sheriff station because they witnessed a fucking death, um lucas is so like bugged out and it's like he knows what's fucking coming he see he knows the connection but he can't say it and it's so hard to watch because like he's so he wants to fucking tell them but he cannot and like the way he like tugs on dean <laughs> it it tugged on my heartstrings and then like uh when andrea takes him to leave because obviously she just thinks he's just like upset about something dean's face watching him leave it's like oh <laughs> my god and then the sheriff like takes them into his office sam and dean to like lecture them about whatever's going on but why is he so ticked about them not seeing his body when that's like average shit in their town the only body they were able to find was was wills because he drowned in the fucking sink and the you couldn't get taken sophie's body wasn't found chris's body wasn't found and whoever the third person was that i still don't know they weren't found either so why was he so fucking ticked at sam and dean and then he's like he's like mad at them for being there and he's like oh you're lucky the neighbors saw you and uh saw that he went out before you guys even got there and it's like fuck you and then when he's like telling them to leave town and everything it made me feel like at one point i knew this episode like word for fucking word like as if i'm watching harry potter which for the first couple movies like i do Like, I probably could sit here and recite the whole thing for you and play every character. But I feel like at one point I definitely knew this episode, like the back of my hand. And I remember being a favorite of mine because I mentioned in another episode that when I first watched it, I was like in the back of my mom's minivan, like watching the DVD on like a road trip home. And I remember going home and like one of these episodes I specifically like sought out to watch again was this one. Like I'd seen them all, like I'd watched them all over again, except for maybe like one, which is coming. The one that I don't, that I've only seen like maybe, I've only seen it like twice, maybe even one and a half because I might've just stopped. But that one's coming up soon and I will let you know what that one is um which is shocking because I've seen all these like a million times this season especially but this episode I remember specifically coming home and being like I'm gonna watch this one this is one that I am in the mood to watch yeah so then uh Andrea goes to take a bath and she sees that Lucas is still awake in his room drawn some like shit that looks like out of the ring and I'm like Samara is that you because <laughs> he's like just drawing like dark circles and like he's clearly distressed and like i know that like you could like chalk that up to like 
oh, because all the drownings, it's reminding him of Chris. But, like, I feel like Andrea probably, instead of putting him to bed, probably could have, like, sat with him for a minute. Not that there's anything wrong with her going to take a bath. Like, girl, do that. She's probably stressed. But, like, there was clearly something up, and he knew it. He knew that that shit was going to happen to them. And then when they go to leave and stuff, uh, Sam and Dean, they're in the car, and he makes, like, and Sam makes the U-turn to go back into town. I can't believe Sam was, like, really willing to leave the fucking town. Like, the fuck? He, I guess it's because whenever I think of Sam, I think of, like, this super, like, like empathetic man. And, like, I feel like, and I don't think I ever realized that in the first couple episodes, he's still just so heartbroken about Jess and everything and upset about leaving school and stuff that he gets, like, a little, not reckless, a little, like, careless. He doesn't care as much. And, like, he's a little, like, a little angsty. Like, not too much, but, like, a little bit. So, yeah, I guess that's why I, like... I'm always like, Sam, why would you do that? Oh, but also, I guess it was because Sam kind of assumed it was over. It's not like he was just like, yeah, we'll leave this case alone. They kind of assumed that it was just the Carlton family. But Dean, being, like, intuitive and connecting with Lucas, his mother instincts kicked in. And he was like, nah, something's wrong. He was really freaked out. But also, did they forget about her husband, Chris? He wasn't connected to Bill Carlton. So like it when you all, all when you make that connection to them also, I don't know. So then we see Andrea in getting into the bathtub and everything, and like it's all like ominous and shit. You know something's gonna go down with her. So as soon as you see the water turn on, you're like, uh oh, water. <laughs> Not in this episode. <laughs> in front of my salad. And and then when she goes to get in, you know, not like not to criticize. But did we just see, like, the silhouette of her vag? Nothing wrong with it? Just asking. (laughs) Because the WB is pretty, like, wholesome. And, like, American TV doesn't like to show, like, women's bodies and shit or whatever. But, like, when she goes to get in, like, you could deadass see, like, her her vagina. I don't know why I, like, whispered it. Because it's not, like, a bad word. But I'm just saying. Because I think I noticed it as a kid. And, like, now I'm, like, more casual about it, but I'm genuinely just, like, asking because it's, I know it's the WB and, like, they don't really do that. But I know that as a kid I was probably, like, "Uh, what? (laughs) Body parts? (laughs) Unheard of. Ew, and then you see the water turn, like, a, like, a fucking brown. And it's, like, is she washing with dirty lake water? Because then you, you see it turn brown and then you see her pick up the washcloth and, like, start rubbing her face with it. I'm, like, ugh. Homegirl's gonna be breaking out real quick. And then, you know, she starts to get pulled down, she starts to drown, and then Lucas is pounding on the door because he's like, bitch, I knew. <laughs> and But it's literally like a, a scene from The Ring, like her being pulled into the bathtub. Like, I've seen this happen. And then I, I forgot about like the early on, like ghostly effects, like the fast moving shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like the way like her hand gets pulled back into the water. Like, it's like that, like, <sighs> like the ghost effect. So then Sam and Dean come and knock on the door and... Lucas, uh, no, they didn't even get to knock on the door. Lucas already ran to the door because I guess he heard them coming and he's like, I was about to say, like, he like said, like, bitch, let's go, but he didn't say anything. So then they break down the door and Sam pulls Andrea out of the, of the water. So, so then after that, when, like, they cut to them, like, the next morning or whatever, when they show Sam saying, can you tell me? It used to annoy me because it didn't sound like him. It sounded, like, fucking weird. And then they go through the pictures and find out that uh, Bill and Jake were 
in the same like boy scout troop with peter and they make that connection and then oh my god and i got the chills when lucas like leads them to the where the bike is buried like oh and because he's just walking silently he just knows where to fucking go uh told you guys i'm a hoe for the ghosts And then that got me questioning, is there a statute of limitations on murder when you're a kid? Like, could they have gotten jail time, like, Jake and Bill, like, in this present time where they're at in the the episode? Like, could they have gotten jail time if they said, yes, we killed him? Because obviously they don't get that chance because, you know, they die. But could they have gotten jail time for that? Or is that like, oh, they were kids and it's too many years after the fact? Or would they still be on trial and charged for murder? Questions I don't have answers to. Someone call Raphael Barba or Casey Novak or Alex Cabot, aka the only, not the only, my top, my top ADAs on SVU. But we're not calling Peter Stone. Fuck Peter Stone. Fuck Stone Lives. Oh my god, I might have to edit that out because <laughs> Philip Winchester is going to come for my ass and nooch. Anyways, this is so irrelevant right now. So then, like, they have the whole conversation about how... Andrea makes Lucas go back to the house when they start talking to Jake about how he fucking killed Peter. Lucas is left alone in the house while they all talk about how, how how the two of them killed Peter. And, you know, it's devastating for Andrea to hear that her father fucking killed somebody. And then Lucas looks out the window and then he goes to the lake but why would he go to the lake he's smart he knows better at this point he knows that like shit's going down so why did he do it and then i was left questioning did he was he lured there which didn't make any sense to me because i he like i said he knows better or did he do it to lure the sheriff there and i remember i also didn't realize at first and this might also be one of those things where it's like what i couldn't see because my eyes were fucking terrible at this time i don't think i ever realized that it was the army man in the lake that lucas was reaching for when he got pulled in and everything so there's that that's something too so obviously the connection i still don't fully understand it i know that the army men are connected between the two of them especially now when that's like what he was reaching for when he got pulled in but i don't know specifically why it's the connection so then lucas gets pulled in and sam and dean jump in after him and can't find him because surprise surprise peter's fucking storing bodies like nuts for winter so then jake gets in as like a sacrifice because he's like this is what you want you want me leave the boy and and he do he takes he takes jake and then he lets uh lucas go he lets frankie jonas live and i always saw when when jake's getting waved down waved down when jake's getting pulled down and they show him like getting dragged and shit (laughs) drag him sweetie i always thought it looked like he was waving after like he's fully dragged down and the last shot of him looks like he's like waving up i don't know (laughs) Like I said, I watched this when I was nine originally. So a lot of these thoughts that I have that are like old thoughts are like, like, why? What the fuck? And I never realized that they really played, they really tried to play it off like the kid died after because like he pulls him out and he's like obviously out cold. And then they show Sam and Dean looking like sad and he's like, we can't save everyone. And it makes it like, oh my God, like Lucas fucking died. And then all of a sudden Lucas comes walking up behind them and you're, and it's supposed to be like a surprise. And he speaks he speaks you guys oh my god my son he speaks so then like dean takes lucas to go pack the car or some shit because lucas made them food or something and that's so cute oh my god that's another that's another person i want them to keep in contact with i wish like dean and lucas had like a pen pal fucking relationship even though it doesn't make any sense because at this point they're living motel to motel and then there's a shot of uh 
Sam and Andrea, when they're talking, Sam, like, pulls up his arms and, like, crosses his arms, and his underwear is fucking, like, coming out of his jeans, and I'm, like, literally, who the fuck? Once again, like, bitch, I'm shook. Who is this person? Like, it's just such a, such a look. So, like, she's, like, thanking Sam and shit, and then Dean's having a moment with his son, Lucas, his firstborn. Not really. Mm. And he made him say Zeppelin rules. And I'm like, love that for him. So then when, and then when Andrea comes over with Sam to like thank Dean herself, she, I never noticed her shirt before. There's, it, there's like a bird on it. I always assumed it was just like a plain pink shirt, like dead ass. And now I notice it. It looks like almost like the fucking Mockingjay from, from, uh, I almost said Twilight <laughs> from Hunger Games. It's just interesting. I don't know. I really never noticed it. And it's so like plain as day. I don't understand it. Nothing wrong with it. Just how how did I miss that? And then she kisses Dean like as a thank you. And Sam's like snarky ass face in the background is just everything. Why are all the ladies like thanking him like this? Like in like borderline sexual favors? I mean, I say why, but like, girl, we know why. Uh, (laughs) And then again, the Impala driving off like down like an empty road with like the music it's so comforting it's so supernatural oh my god what if they (laughs) what if they end the series like that what if at the end of season 15 whatever happens that's how they end it oh y'all i'm gonna fucking cry again so something i meant to do at the start of this episode that i've been thinking about doing is read the synopsis for the episode or summary whatever um from the dvd box which i think might be different from the netflix summaries from what i could tell i don't know i kind of glance at the netflix ones when i pause it and like it like comes up when i don't touch it for a while you know what i mean okay so this is future me editing this in to let you know that i read the i just read the description on the the netflix description the netflix synopsis for dead in the water for this episode and it doesn't make sense to me and now i think i'm gonna start comparing the two it says in a small town in wisconsin sam and dean investigate a series of mysterious drownings officially explained as suicides when do they ever they never explain any of the deaths as suicides literally none of them that doesn't i don't think i ever heard them say that anyways I'm shook because that makes no fucking sense. And now I can't wait to see what other ones don't make any sense. So anyway, back to whatever I was saying. But I remember getting the DVD and like reading the inside like information like over and over again for no reason at all. But that was something I did as a child. And so I have the first DVD here right now. And in the future, if I continue doing this, I'm definitely going to... um do it at the beginning of the episode when I, when it's like makes more sense, but I, I kind of want to do it now. And so I have my, I don't know if you can hear it. Hold on. Can you hear how broken it is? Um, and I know why it's broken too. As I've said already, I watched the first season on like a road trip back home and At the end of road trips, when I was a kid and stuff, we would, like, just get home and and just completely just go back and forth and unpack the car over and over again. And I guess I had the DVD out. It wasn't in a bag. And my mom was like, go put it, like, away. Like, why is it out? Like, while we're trying to take things in and out and put it, like, in the kitchen, which was where you were when you first walked through the door. And I left this on the kitchen table and went to go, like, do something or whatever. And she was like, 
it's in the way and she was mad so she threw it in the living room and just tossed it on the floor and i was like the disrespect so as i try to take out this dvd without all the dvds falling out of it it shows like who it's written by directed the air dates and everything that's another thing i remember doing i remember going through all the air dates in like the first couple seasons and trying to find one that like aired on my birthday which is actually tomorrow at the time of me recording this and i don't know if i i found one i think i might have there might have been one at one point i know that um the season 13 finale or 12 i think it was 12 actually the season 12 finale I think fell on my birthday and I had night classes at the time and I was really upset because like I was going to try to like watch it because I got out of those classes at like nine o'clock I think and I was really upset and then this was when the CW started not putting it on like an hour after it airs like putting it online and they they were putting it online the next day and I didn't know it at this time so I was like devastated sitting there like at 11 o'clock at night with my taquitos just so upset because I waited so long for one to air on my birthday. <laughs> so anyway, after that long ramble, oh my god, there's oh my god, <laughs> there's commentary on the episodes. I'm literally gonna cry. I didn't realize. I don't remember these. I think I might have. I probably watched them at some point, but I don't remember. Oh my god. Oh, I'm so gonna fucking watch it with the commentary. So this is the episode Dead in the Water, uh, written by Sarah Gamble and Rail Tucker, directed by Kim Manners, original air date, 92705. So the synopsis for the episode says, in a ser- oh, guys, I can't read. What up, I'm Jared. In a series- oh my god, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Is a series of drownings in a Wisconsin lake the work of a vengeful spirit? A young eyewitness, traumatized into silence by the shock he experienced, may have the power to prophesy the next drowning. Oh my god, I'd love to know if like he genuinely just had powers. I didn't even think of that. Dude, they could bring Lucas back. <laughs> and he'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like Long Island medium now. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? He could have if he has the power, then he still has the power. I know what we're doing season 15, y'all. They gotta do it. They gotta do it. Especially since I think they're, like, doing, like, a lot of throwback things in it, from what I could tell. This is not spoilers, because I don't actually know. But they might do some things. Lucas, if you're out there, buddy. Oh, that reminds me. I gotta look at the IMDb page. Yeah, so first on the IMDb cast list is Jared Padalecki. I think I've heard of him. Dumb jokes, guys. That's what you signed up for. If you made it this far, you you can't be surprised. <laughs> this is my fourth episode that I'm recording. Third of the show, though. You knew what you were. You knew what you were gonna hear. Uh, yeah. Amy Acker is Andrea. I know that she's an angel. What else is she in that I've seen? Two and a half men. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she was in dear santa which i think i've actually seen like i'm pretty sure i did because i it looks like one of those cheesy christmas movies that i've probably seen is it like hallmark or something wait david hayden was in it isn't he on supernatural too oh my god <laughs> he was he was on supernatural for like two years dude oh my god and they like play the love interest i'm assuming because they both like the top p oh my fucking god <laughs> it's andrea and catch anyways uh she oh god it took me all the way back to like the beginning of her thing she played penelope in how i met your mother but i don't remember penelope but i've seen that show a couple times the sheriff looks familiar though his name is 
Daniel Hugh Kelly. He looks like somebody. He was in SVU. He played Mark Dobbins. And he played James Cook in The West Wing. I've never seen The West Wing. But James Cook is also the name of a person in Skins. (laughs) Yeah, girl. That's probably what I know him from. I don't remember who Mark Dobbins is, though, specifically. But the name sounds very familiar. And he looks like someone who would have been on SVU at some point. Because everyone has. (laughs) Uh, Bill Carlton... Do I know him? Oh my god, Bill Carlton was in Fifty Shades. Oh, his name in real life is Bruce Dawson. He was in Fifty Shades, and so was someone in the last episode, right? I think. Ray, I think, or something like that. Guys, the connections were weaving a web. He was in White Noise, which I remember having the DVD of, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, oh, he's been in a lot of Christmas movies. My Christmas Dream... A Firehouse Christmas, Hearts of Christmas. I feel like I've probably seen these. A Bramble, a what? A Bramble House Christmas, Runaway Christmas Bride. I've definitely seen at least a couple of these. So that means I've seen Bill Carlton. Oh, he played someone else in Supernatural? Played someone called Dr. Owens in 2010. Why did I say it like that? What the fuck? Wait, who's Dr. Owen? He's human. He's alive. He's a doctor. Yeah, I got that much, guys. <laughs> he was in season six. He was a heart surgeon. Oh. Oh, he was in Appointment in Samara, which is the one where I think Dean is like death for a day or some shit. Oh my god. Wow. That's so weird. Dude, what the fuck? Okay, so he was in Supernatural twice. He was in... Oh my god, he was in The L Word. How many... There are a lot. This is... We're three episodes in, and I have had... We've had so many crossovers between the two. That's so interesting to me. I don't even remember... Like, all the people I've listed, I don't remember them on it, because I've only seen it once, like, years ago. But that's so weird. He played Donald. Why does Donald sound so familiar? Who the fuck was Donald? (laughs) They're only showing... Alright, I don't know who Donald is, but every time I Google it, I'm getting things about either Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump, or or just things about the reboot. But that's not what I asked for. That's not at all what I asked for. He was in Kyle XY, which is, I think, a, I think the last episode, there were a couple people in that too. Interesting. It's probably not that interesting, but I find it super interesting. Like, I love when things, like, overlap like that. It's fun. Oh, Lucas was who I was really interested to see because I started to look at this earlier or not. I don't remember. It was like the other day. His name is Nico McEwen. McEwen. (laughs) Don't know. His name's Nico. Uh, He looks very different now. How old is he? Can I say he's cute? Because he's kind of cute. I don't. That's such a stupid question. He's definitely. He might even be older than me. Um, oh my god, he played friend number one in Night at the Museum, and I just fucking watched that, like, almost a week ago at this point. That is so weird. That is so weird. Oh my god. Which means he was one of the friends that went in the museum with him. Dude! Oh my god, he played young kid number one in Supernatural. In what episode? In 2011? So he was in it twice, but Lucas was, like, such a prominent character. I feel like that's an interesting choice to bring him back as a random kid like an extra practically can i know what episode it was in in the girl next door what episode was that oh my god but jensen echoes directed it (laughs) i 
don't remember this episode. Oh, oh my god, it's the one with Amy. Fuck. Yo, that's interesting. So I'm assuming he was in like a flashback. 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 Fucking wild. Okay, anyways. Good for him. I still stand by that they should bring him back. Oh, he was in a Christmas movie. Everybody's in Christmas movies. Merry Christmas, guys. It's May. Will Carlton, played by Troy Clare, does not have a picture, so that's not promising. Oh, it says, Troy Clare is an actor known for Supernatural 2005. So he was only in that. That's interesting. He's never been in anything else. Good for him. Sophie Carlton. She looks like she was in something. Oh, she's always swimming. She was in John Tucker Must Die. I don't remember who Jennifer is, but that's... Guys. Guys. She was in The L Word. That's so... And Kyle XY. (laughs) You can't... All right, now you can't tell me it's not funny. Before, it might not have been. But now you cannot tell me that this is not fucking weird. Everyone's in the same shows. She played Marcy slash Donna, it said. Oh, she was in a show called Bloody Mary. Or movie, whatever it is. Interesting. She was Jessica Birch and Kyle XY. Not that that means anything to me. She was in Scary Movie 4, but she played Dancer, so I don't know what that means. I feel like the Dead Zone sounds really familiar. I feel like I had that on my Netflix list at one point when I first got Netflix, and I thought I was going to watch all these different shows, and I watched Lost, and I was like, I have to rewatch every show I've ever watched. (laughs) Yeah, so I think I'm going to end it there. I don't have much else to add. Just that it took me way too long to get this episode out, and I don't know if you could tell. But at some point in this episode, I stopped and then continued again the next day. (laughs) So I hope you can't tell. That might ruin the flow of the episode. It literally took me three tries to get even as far as I did yesterday. And then today I just finished it up. God, I can't wait to record the next couple. And now that I finally finished recording this one, I could watch ahead like at least a couple more episodes and feel okay about that because this just... This episode was a hurdle for no reason at all. It's not even like I was dreading it. I, I, I love doing this, guys. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, tweet me at so get this pod on Twitter, obviously. Um, and let me know if you got anything you want to add. Or you could email me. My email is so get this pod at AOL.com. And, you know, just join the conversation wasn't there a tagline at one point that was like join the hunt and that was like supernatural's thing like i feel like there were a lot of hot topic shirts that had that on it (laughs) anyways so thanks for listening i will talk to you guys soon goodbye all right so i'm a sucky artist i'll see you around